This is the 4501 Podcast, episode 44, traveling around Japan on less than $70 a day. I think I had better beef in the United States, like that it cooked outside on my grill. Don't, don't say that. Don't I say that. I swear to God. It's true. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, welcome to episode 44 of the 451 podcast. Uh, today, uh, we are talking about Kobe beef, right, Tony? We. It's going to be part of the conversation, but not only about that. There's. It's a broader topic than just Kobe beef. Okay. Well, we're talking about Tony's... Uh, trip to Japan and how if you are a budget backpacker or a budget traveler, um, we're going to give you some instructions or some guidelines or some tidbits on how to successfully travel around Japan for less than $70 per day. Yeah. Per day. So yeah, $70 for the whole entire That would be amazing. Now that would be a good podcast episode. This one's just going to be like average if it's $70 a day. Yeah. So yeah. So, so not to digress too much, but I'm digressing. So I actually watched a YouTube guy and I forget his name, but he's from England and he basically um, would go to cities with like 20 bucks and his, his like uh, his YouTube channels based on like um, what are those people like what are those people like who hassle you in the streets? Not panhandlers, panhandlers, right? Like uh-huh. he, he'll like go to like a dollar store and buy like 20 umbrellas and then I'll sell them for like five bucks on like the sidewalk. Oh, okay. And like, that's how he funds his travel. That's, that's a way to do it. Yeah. That's a, that, like in the city that's an approach. Yeah. Well, you should do that, man. Yeah. Fine. I'm going to go to the, you should make a YouTube video about the that. rainiest place during the rainiest season, buy all the umbrellas and sell them. That's, that's a good, you got to go to the dollar store though. Yes. Or the hundred yen store in Japan. What? Oh, they have. Okay, well, let's get into it then. So talk about Japan, Tony. Like, okay, first off, would you ever go back to Japan? hundred percent. Yes. I love Japan. Uh, okay. Stop there. Why? The culture of Japan is just so distinct and so unique to, to, to that area, that island, that series of islands. It's um, nothing like I've ever seen before in my life in my travels and all that stuff so and and not only that like well i guess this goes under the culture but the food and like oh man like i i thought japan just ate sushi like the japanese people just ate sushi but there's so much more to it than that very very heavily based on like raw fish and all that but mm, uh yeah i think i'm going to be eating a lot more japanese food now that i've actually been there um so what was your one thing that you didn't um like about japan name one thing mm, that's a good they're too polite that's a good question they're too polite they don't give us <laughs> they don't give me enough compliments <laughs> like what is it uh what do i not like i the the price like it's so expensive that's that's actually an easy one it's um it's more i'd say it's more expensive than the united states like for a lot of things food lodging transportation all the above that is not it's not a budget friendly backpacking destination that's true and why do you think that is because it's like everything's imported essentially uh no uh, well i don't think everything's imported i think they do well for themselves with like industry and all that but um i think just because it's so like first world and 
and built up and people there's large cities like Tokyo is one of the largest cities in the world so people like make a good income and I don't know I think that's just how things work like that's that's the society okay and so going off the society thing and we're getting off budget but like off so <laughs> do you think the 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 agricultural side of it was enough to sustain the islands like i just don't understand why it's so expensive do you think it's because it's like taxes that's a, yeah it's a good question to just like really think about it um taxes i don't know i don't know like uh, they definitely have imports don't get me wrong like there's they're bringing stuff in but hmm that could be a well was it a clean like was it was it clean like you know what i'm saying like it, are is the taxes high on everything and that's like leading to like cleaner like streets and stuff like that i mean in your videos it looked pretty like it didn't look like a like it looked like a well-maintained city and stuff like that like was there a lot of broken stuff around like if i was comparing this to i don't know, like maybe like new york was tokyo super like dirty and busy and well, busy is not a good thing to say, but like, yeah. was that were there like stuff that was like broken or like fixing streets and stuff like that? Um, no, no. Like, I mean, yes, there's like, I, I can't even consider them rough areas. Like, there's no like hoods that I've been to. Maybe they exist, but I just haven't been there. Um, the streets are very clean, and that's really funny because there's no like trash cans. So there's minimal trash cans, like public trash cans that you see on the streets. The, the the metros and the the trains and all those those are super clean because the people are so polite and they don't eat on the trains and the public transportation and the buses and all that stuff um yeah i, I did not feel like unsafe there at all uh anything like that it was all very very nice very polished okay well so so maybe that maybe that's it maybe they're just like the government well i don't know if you know why Japan is so expensive. Please send us a comment at the 451 at gmail.com or send us a tweet at the 451 podcast. Oh, wait, sorry. The 451 right. podcast at right, gmail.com. Right. Yeah. Or the Twitter handle is the 451 podcast. Um, and we would love to read your take on this stuff. You know, actually, um, in any case, it's, we have, uh, we should also say this. We have custom email addresses. You probably don't even know this. Tony at the 451 podcast.com and Mark at the 451 podcast.com. Did you ever check your inbox? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know we had this. So 44 episodes in, I'm just finding out we have an actual yeah. email uh, for each I'll of teach us. you how to log in after, after the episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So, so let's, let's get back yeah, on let's topic do it. here. Okay. Japan, J- Japanese uh, society. We're not quite sure why it's expensive, but it is expensive. So that's one thing you got to watch out for uh, if you're traveling there on a budget. So that being said, how the hell did you spend $70 a day there? Yeah, good question, because I was kind of freaking out going into it that I was hearing all these quotes of other backpackers saying like at least like $125 for like a budget backpacker. And if you just want to go like lavishly live there, you're spending like $200, $300, $400 a day because the hotels are like at least $150 or all that. So um, my goal was minimum or I guess maximum $125 a day. And I kind of like budgeted it from the beginning. Like this is before I even got to Japan. I kind of like set up a spreadsheet. Like this is how much I want to spend on accommodation. This is how much I want to spend on transportation per day. This is how much I want to spend on food per day. And it was like a work in progress. Because once I got there, I kind of figured out like how much each category could, um, like I could actually spend in each category. So 
the key to at least lodging is again like with most places hostels and airbnbs so i'd say like expect if you're going to go for like roughly the cheapest option in each of those categories a dorm in a hostel room or a uh, uh, airbnb to expect to spend like 20 to 40 dollars per day on that type of accommodation so right off the bat you're looking at like a third to a well, like whatever a third to a half of your budget is already taken with accommodation if you're looking at 70 dollars a day um i also mentioned okay so so wait wait what kind of accommodations are you talking about? So, so like the the Airbnbs and the hostels. So, um, okay. And those, like I said, range and, from twenty to. And those are shared accommodations. Sh- like yes, bunk beds, all that. Yes, stuff. yes. Uh, for the hostels, for sure. And then uh, it's funny. A lot of the Airbnbs that I stayed in that were cheap were like these. I don't. There's a correct terminology for them, but they're like a house with multiple rooms in them, and each room is literally just like a bamboo mat on the floor that could seriously only fit like a bed, like a queen size bed, but there, Slaughterhouse. There, is, <laughs> there is no bed. It's just the, just literally a bamboo mat on the floor. They give you like a, are they called futons? Like the, just like a mattress on the floor and, um, some pillows. I and believe they call mattress rules or something like yeah, that. Whatever. So it's very basic accommodation, but, Again, if you're trying, so not a slaughterhouse. Not, they're not, they're not killing anybody there. But me, so so <laughs> so I'm not disrespecting the Japanese culture. Um, but when Tony was in Okinawa, um, I don't know if we talk about this. Oh, I think it was an intro to 42 or 43 or something uh-huh. like that. Um, basically, so when Tony and I record these podcasts, we're on a video chat too. And um, oh yeah, I just see like this plywood room. That looks like honestly a stable, <laughs> like in a barn. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, like it looks like you're in a barn. And I immediately thought, like, why is Tony in a slaughterhouse right now? Like, <laughs> this just doesn't feel right. No, it um, it's a lot nicer there in person. I'll have to say that. Well, yeah. So, so that's the thing. Like, you're talking about accommodations. I just immediately go to like a plywood room. And also, wasn't this in a vlog? I think it was in a recent vlog. It might have been your waterfall or your beach one. I forget. It was the, it was in the hostel right across from the train station. And I forget which one. It oh was. yeah, that was wood as well. That was uh, um, the waterfall one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, don't expect the accommodation at that price to be anything special. It's very basic, um, but that's okay. It might be better than a stable. It it yes yes because there's air conditioning and and most of them, so that's that's a plus. Uh, let's see. So that, that's, that's pretty much accommodation. Um, big, big portion of your budget. Now I mentioned earlier in this episode that transportation is really, really expensive in Japan. And like, I was like, Oh, I'm sure it can't be that bad. But when I got there, I was like, wow, this is, this is absolutely crazy. So, you know, like how Japan's famous for their like fast bullet trains and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that, that is not, a budget-friendly uh, means of transportation, right? Because to go like a, I don't know, distance, but to go like something that would normally take you an hour and a half to drive takes you uh, 30 minutes on the bullet train, and that's going to cost you like 50 or 100 US dollars for that trip. So it's like it's like flying almost, taking these, these bullet trains. 
but not all trains in japan are bullet trains there are like the slower local trains and those are more reasonable in price but they're still expensive so um to go from osaka to kyoto for example that'll cost you over uh five dollars on the local train and that's like a 30 minute journey so that's actually not too bad of a deal um but if you're looking at taking the metro and the bus around the city each trip is probably at a minimum two dollars just to go like a couple stops down so um uh that that i think should show you that uh transportation just getting around moving from city to city or moving within the city is is actually quite expensive and uh one one other thing i want to say here is that buses um are actually quite expensive as well and these are just like your standard like greyhound buses uh to go like a four hour journey from where is it kyoto to fuji it was i think 80 dollars per person and that was again just wow, like, pretty crazy yeah yeah so um that's why this the 70 dollars per day budget that i'm talking about is just an average so some days you're going to spend a lot more for transportation and lodging and other days you're going to spend a lot less but on average as long as you're budget conscious you should be able to get down to that 70 dollars per day which i've done and proven that it's possible so so one thing i've thought of knowing that the bullet train is super you know like expensive right um I thought flying was a more economical way if you're going from like one island to the other island or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Uh, you have to be careful with like the baggage, of course, because especially with like the budget airlines, they charge you for that. But um, when you consider like all those individual train tickets and bus tickets that you need to make connections to get across the islands, uh, you might be a better off flying. That's That's a good point. Yeah. And, and I think actually flights. So, so I've actually read that flights are actually cheaper because people predominantly take the, the bullet trains. And so this leads to, you know, people not flying and that's why the prices are so much lower because just everyone takes the bullet oh, train because okay. it's more convenient and stuff like that. Yeah. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. I I'd actually recommend that to, to take the, the, f- the plane as opposed to the train if you're traveling a long distance uh when i was there i I didn't do that long of a distance from like north to south or anything like that i guess the only plane i took was to go to okinawa like you said but that was like a an island that you cannot drive to either way so did you actually take the bullet train i did i did and the only reason i so was okay stop there stop there stop there stop there was it worth it well yes and the only reason <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so 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 whatever tony just said don't listen to it just take the bullet train everywhere because there's it. there's a there's a reason i took it i didn't purchase a bullet train ticket there's this thing called the it's a rail pass a jr rail pass i think jr stands for japan rail it's the major like railway network that they have in japan and uh, the 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 one that you'll pop up that'll that most tours buy from as foreigners is the uh, the whole island rail pass, and that'll set you back like three hundred and fifty dollars, I think, for five to seven days of unlimited use of the the train, 
around Japan. And if you if you work that out per day, it's like I don't know. Let's just say like seventy to a hundred dollars per day, depending on like how many days. Because because the base fare is um, like five days, just say, and it can, you can get up to fourteen days of unlimited travel. But that's going to be like quite expensive. So so it's not worth it to buy like multiple one way trips instead do you like is it better to buy the pass or is it better to like what do you think well that's the thing so you have to figure out what your itinerary is before actually making the purchase so if you're if you're going to be moving a lot and um like moving pretty much every single day then it makes sense to get the rail pass because you're going to be covering a lot of ground but if you're going to be in a city for um, anything longer than like two days. I don't think it makes sense for you to get the rail pass because when you figure out the local transportation, it's going to be a lot less than what you would spend like it, buying the individual tickets than you would with the rail pass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to get to get the biggest bang for your buck with the rail pass, you have to cover long distances, and that's that's kind of what I did with. Talia when we bought our rail passes we didn't buy a whole island-wide rail pass we bought one just for like a certain region within Japan and that was only a hundred dollars for for five days and in doing so we got to travel pretty much from the extreme south end of um, this region all the way up to the north end of the region and um, everything in between and we got to take the bullet train with that same ticket which is like the bullet train ticket itself, which that would have been like fifty, sixty, seventy dollars by itself. So it kind of paid for itself by, um, uh, like, with a little bit of pre-planning, we kind of like got the most out of that that rail pass. So I, I recommend doing something like that. Gotcha. Um. So um. Okay. One last thing about travel, and then let's move on to like food. Mm-hmm. Um. So within the city, do they have? You said that the buses were super expensive. Um, metro expensive or not as expensive? I mean, obviously you're talking about major cities, but if you were in like a rural, rural, suburb, whatever, it's, yeah, r- rural area, yeah. um, what, like what was the transportation like there? Um, yeah, I remember specifically in Ine that, uh, to take like a, a 20 minute, the, the, the only option is bus pretty much and to take like a 20 minute bus it was it was quite steep i don't know an actual number i don't want to to make something up but it's it's not like probably like the city bus in baltimore it's going to be a lot more expensive than that okay uh and so if that's the case in the city do you have any recommendations if like if you're trying to get across city like if you're trying to get across tokyo what would you do get across tokyo um definitely go with the metro like it's quick it's convenient it's on time all the time uh yeah you you have to do that i think that's your your best bet no ride sharing no ubers no lyft oh my god no taxis uh i don't even they probably have ubers maybe i'm not sure they do they they do but um taxis are outrageous like how expensive they are um, again, I don't have a specific number for you, but it's a lot more, probably at least double what you would pay for a taxi in the U.S. Yeah. And if you want to hear a comparison of Uber and Lyft, go back to episode what, Tony? Mm, I don't know. I don't have my... Uh, it's probably in the, it's probably in the teens and 20s. Um, okay. What about limes or scooters? Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, I didn't see any of those. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't see any of those bikes or scooters. Right, I actually okay. I take it back. I saw bikes, but not not the scooters. Like city bike, like 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 city bikes, yeah. where you can just like rent a bike and go from A to B or whatever. Yeah, but uh, I didn't have a, a data a four G connection, so I didn't I couldn't like buy you know. Gotcha. But I guess did you you didn't see a price breakdown or anything, so you don't know. No, I didn't investigate it. I did I did rent a bike like uh, from a, a storefront, and that was like five dollars a day, which is a really good option if you want to go across the city like and see it a little bit more in detail than a bus or uh, uh, walking or in the metro. So that's that's actually a really good point to to rent a bicycle to tour around the city. Okay. Um, all right. So anything last thing quickly about transportation around Japan? Mm, I think we got the, the major points. If I think of something, we'll, we can come back to it. Okay. All right. So food, the big F O O D you said Japan and Japan's Japan's food was great. So, mm. uh, it's not just sushi and seafood 24 seven. So talk to us about or ramen. Actually, I should say ramen and <laughs> sushi. So, uh, talk to us about what, how you survived eating because uh i don't know i feel like you're not that big of a picky well i feel like you are a picky eater actually I take <laughs> but uh talk to me about that yeah yeah sure so um yeah there's many options with cuisine in japan uh, I, off the top of my head there's like mark said a bunch of noodles that you can get um ramen soba all that stuff and are they like noodle shops or like they noodle shops or like are they like the kiosks you found in like in thailand you got that bond me off that dirty cart oh yeah yeah <laughs> that you made a youtube video about right um like are there like dirty food carts in japan um a couple but mostly like good like storefronts with that you could go in and sit down and enjoy your meal um so it's not like no there's you're not looking at those like dirty street carts or anything like that well, are there food vendors on the street, like the side of the street? Not so much. Only a little bit maybe in the cities, but it's not like Southeast Asia. More like the U.S. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So talk to us about your food. How did you save money on food and what kind of food did you eat? Yeah. So uh, how did I save money? Well, the, the key here is to, uh, I guess, limit the amount that you eat out at a restaurant. And this is... Uh, like you have to to go to Japan, you have to taste the the food there. It's so delicious. You don't want to always like make your own food or go to the convenience store. But I think on average, like one to one and a half times per day, we would eat out at a restaurant. And um, the restaurant's obviously the place where you're going to spend the most money. But in order to like offset that that like expense, that expensive expense you can maybe eat your breakfast in your Airbnb or in your hostel by going to the grocery store and buying a loaf of bread or some cereal or some oatmeal. So talk to me about the grocery store costs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think, like I said before, the prices for food are very comparable, if not more expensive than the United States. But with that being said, you're going to spend less at a grocery store than you would at a restaurant. So 
by buying like the bag of cereal or the loaf of bread or the eggs at the grocery store and eating them over the course of like three or four days, you're going to save yourself a lot more than you would by spending that, like going out to breakfast for those same amount of days. So, um, I'd say, yeah, to answer your question specifically, the prices for food are comparable, if not more expensive than us in, in the grocery store. You should have made a YouTube video about it, like your Bahamas grocery store video. Bermuda, Bermuda. Oh, Baham- yeah, Bermuda, sorry. <laughs> I should have. I, I was thinking about it, but it just didn't happen. Okay. Um, so food, we've covered. Travel, we've covered. Accommodations, we went over. Um, I guess, oh, so so obviously, if you're going to Japan, you're not just like, you want to go do stuff, right? So let's talk about activities to do in Japan that are kind of budget friendly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, budget friendly options. Climbing Mount Fuji. Climbing Mount Fuji. That's a, that's that's free. a perfect one. Yes. It's mostly free, except for like the the accommodation and some of the gear that you have to get. But in general, walking up a mountain doesn't cost you any money. So that's a really good example. Um, I'm gonna. I haven't done this, but. And it's actually going against like being budget friendly, but I'm just going to say it because I think it's really interesting. So in Tokyo, there is a Disney World there or Disneyland, and it's one of the cheapest, if not the cheapest Disney park around the world to go to. So I think a ticket to go there for a day is only like less than $80 per person. So compare that to the United States where it's like well over a hundred dollars per person to go to Disney world. So, um, if you want to go to Disney on the cheap, Tokyo is the place to do it. Um, anyway, what other budget friendly things are there to do in Japan? Um, is it like hiking and going to temples and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. So any of those type of activities are free. Like the, um, the famous orange gates, of Kyoto that I think they're called the Fushimi Inari Taisha. Those are free to go in. Say that five times fast. I dare save that five times. Not fast. when I'm sick. <laughs> I think I'll have like a coughing <laughs> fit if I do that. But uh, yeah, so like that type of thing, the temples um, are always free to go into and explore. Um, like renting a bike, it's 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 not free, but it's cheap and you can see a, a really good portion of the city by doing that. So that's another good option and it combines it with transportation as well. So that's um, something to consider as well. Uh, let's see what else. A walking tour. So a free walking tour. They're, they're, they're called free walking tours, but um, you should actually uh, give the tour guide a small tip at the end. But that that gives you not only like a good overview of the city that you're going to, but... Um, it gives you like a four hour, like, like it takes up four hours of your day up to that amount. Um, and it gives you an idea about what there is to do else in that city. So, uh, free walking tours, that's something else. How do you find those walking tours? Like, do you go online and search for them? Where does the hostel usually have some resources like pamphlets that you can go, uh, like look at or what's the best way to find those walking tours? Yeah. Yeah. If you're staying in a hostel, for sure, the hostel will have some information on that. If not post it, then just ask the person at the reception. Um, otherwise if you're at like an Airbnb where they don't have that information posted, then just Google the city name followed by free walking tour. And if it's any 
larger type of city, you're, you're bound to find a free walking tour with a website or something like that. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, those fish markets. Talk to us about the fish markets that you went to. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good thing. So there's these, uh, really long streets in Japan that they call them. I don't know why, but arcades, they're covered with a roof and there's ton of, uh, uh, vendors and whatnot along the, 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 the length of the alleyway or the street. And sometimes you'll see like a fish market or, um, uh, fresh, fresh fish, like edible fish that you can eat like right there on the spot. And, um, and I think you're talking actually now that you mentioned it, I think you're talking about the specific like fish market that we went to on the waters. Yes, edge. I am actually <laughs> on the, on the, on the wharfs. Yeah. 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 So that one, um, that good point. That's also really, uh, a good option for budget because it's free and, uh, entertaining, super entertaining to see the tuna being auctioned off, like within a matter of an hour, thousands of tuna being auctioned off. Um, that was down in Katsura, just outside of Osaka. So, uh, yeah, another good good budget option. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to do. And how long were you in Japan for total? Like three months? Three, uh, no, no, no. Two months? Six, six weeks total. So, like two months. Yeah, just about two months. So, okay. yeah. Over the is there anything that you feel like you should is there anything you paid for that you thought that was worth it like besides the bull trade <laughs> yeah um that i thought was worth it activity wise activity wise um let me think so i i think just like in general the the mount fuji experience was 100 percent worth it i recommend if you're there a good that time of year to to do that um what else there there was this uh this digital art museum that I went to in Tokyo called Team Lab Borderless, and I'll have a the Nikon the Nikon factory. What do you mean Nikon factory? That's the joke because Nikon is a Japanese company. Oh oh oh! <laughs> you said digital. digital. Oh, obviously, it wasn't that digital funny. like digital art? Like yeah. I'll have a video about this coming up, and you'll see what I mean. Like it's uh, okay. these projections. I forget what's there's this like a uh, projector, like, you know, like in a classroom, like a, a projector that projects onto the front yeah, of the room. overhead projector. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I forget the name of the company, but they're probably Japanese and they put on this awesome, like display of, I, I don't even know how to like, kind of like psychedelic, but like, uh, just very colorful moving images on the walls and like all these different exhibitions that use light and sound to, um, like, tackle all your set it's you just got to watch the video um it's super cool it was i forget how much we spent on that maybe like 20 or 30 dollars per person but it was so worth it to see so that's something i would recommend that was well worth is that there 20 is that year year round is it like always there i think so. or is it just like a pop-up you think i think it's there year round but i could be wrong yeah okay all right. Um, and so, and you're telling people not to go get Kobe, Kobe beef. Yeah. I think it's just overpriced, honestly. Like maybe it was the fact. Well, did you go to the right restaurant? That, How did you find the restaurant? That could be it. Yeah. We, we quickly looked on Google and found like decent reviews, but, um, 
I don't know. I, I just, for me personally, like spending that much money on like a four ounce steak, I think their bill was like a hundred dollars for like two, two steaks and like some rice and vegetables. But like, I, I just don't think the taste is worth the price for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, sushi. Sushi. Best sushi you've ever had? Uh, yeah. hundred. It better be. It better be. hundred <laughs> percent. Haven't had any better. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, actually, that's the, the one thing I do want to talk about for uh, back to food was um, getting some of your food at the convenience stores like 7-Eleven in, uh, in Japan is a really good idea. And like when you think about eating at 7-Eleven in the United States, it's like only on a, like a rare occasion would I do that. But it's surprisingly cheap and surprisingly good food that they have in these convenience stores in Japan. So 7-Eleven is one of them. Another one is Family Mart. And what's the third one? Oh my God, I can't believe I can't think of the name of it. Um, but there's there's like this trio of convenience stores that you'll see literally on every street corner in a major city that you can get anything from sushi to Japanese curry to like uh, the izakaya on a stick like kind of like um uh meat on a stick i don't i don't know yeah that's one thing i don't know yeah but i would say that the 7-elevens in, in asia are really legit like yeah i remember going to china and i went to a 7-eleven and it was probably some of the best chinese food i've ever had in my life i'm not gonna isn't lie. that crazy that's so it was it's really crazy to think yeah someone <laughs> i wonder if they come if like if asian people come here and they're like 7-eleven like oh it's it's terrible <laughs> probably i don't doubt it oh my god i don't i don't understand like it's really friggin' good mm-hmm. and i don't know why it's like that yeah they do a good job kudos to you asia convenience stores they rock asian asians have a yeah. lot uh-huh. um okay all right well uh we're running low in time is there anything you want to add you think we covered it all um yeah yeah i uh if, if we miss something, I'll definitely include it in the show notes, which will be available at the 45 on podcast.com slash 44. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to take us out cause I'm going to mess it up. So Tony, please taking, please take us out. Uh, and don't screw it up this time, please. Thank you. Will do. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of the 45 on podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at the 4501 Podcast to keep up with the latest news and events. If you have any suggestions for episodes or would like to contact us, shoot us an email at the4501podcast at gmail.com.